Welcome to episode 12 of Control Alt Speak. And today we've got yourself, Anton Gunter from Global Freight, the man behind Ranton from Rant on from Anton. That's no, 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 it's Rant on with Anton. <laughs> and that's cake. And that's cake. Remember, we spoke earlier about if you make a mistake, yeah. you give cake. That's yeah. it, Beth. I'll be expecting some donuts in my office. Absolutely. So I was thinking earlier before we uh, before I jumped on the call. I mean, God, we've known each other for a few years now. You were probably back when you were at Telford, AF, AFC Telford. Um, how on earth have you? How did you go from football to front forward? So, um, so I actually got into football because for my love of sport, and 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 I and I, you know. There's not a day that goes by that we don't watch cycling, darts, snooker, although those two aren't really sports. Um, so, um, still cycling. Yeah, still cycling a lot. Um, and so we, um, I, I was working for an international removal company. Um, and unfortunately, I was even, jeez, um, that's, that's years ago. Um, I, I was made redundant. Um, and so I was working in Stourbridge, living in Shropshire, and I was made redundant. And so um, I ended up having to look for jobs. And I started selling wine, which is another one of my great passions. Um, okay. And then, and then um, this job at AFC Telford came up. It was the uh, their first ever official commercial manager or commercial sales manager. Um, and wow, I, I didn't even realize AFC Telford existed. And I'm brutally honest with you. Um, I went for the interview, a great stadium, massive stadium. Oh, they get 3,000 people. It was just, it was the job to die for, absolutely to die for. And I, when I say to die for, um, in all honesty, it, it, it was a job that I really, I always wanted to work in football in the UK. It's almost like living in South Africa. It's a, not a dream, but it's like, you know, wow, you, you watch football in the UK because that's where the home of football is. So I got this job. And it was great. Um, the people were great. The fans were great. Uh, players, I got to go on the team bus and go to games and just spent living the dream almost. Yeah. Yeah, that dream. Then, then ambition took over. And I was offered a job at a Shrewsbury Town Football Club. And not yeah. a lot of fans even knew I was there for a year. It was terrible. That was just, yeah, it was the worst decision I ever made. It's like, yeah, I not because the people that I worked with were anything. They were great. and. It was just I wasn't ready for that step. But you know, when you're ambitious and you want to go, suddenly go from non-league to league football, expectations are different, um, both for myself and so yeah. So that didn't quite work out. Um, and then I went back to I went back to doing what I what I knew, international relocations. Um, and then seven years ago, I started working. I got a job here, at Global Freight, um, with 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 my wife. She was then the MD. Yeah, and um, no, and no, I didn't. I didn't sleep my way to the top. I, I can honestly <laughs> say that. Um, I, I really didn't. I, um, you know, it's it's hard work. And if, if anyone's ever worked with their their spouse, their girlfriend, their their boyfriend, whatever, you know, it's it's yeah, been and done it. Been and done it's, it. It's 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 a crazy place where some days you have absolute highs, and some days you have lows. I think in the first week. I resigned about four times. I got sacked three or four times, and it was just. And then, yeah, it wasn't. Um, and then, and then I think after twenty, twenty-four years or twenty-two years actually of, of of running Global Freight, Nicole decided that she'd had enough of freight, and she went and retrained as a financial advisor. Yeah, I'm, I remember when uh, when I spoke first spoke to her after that. I was like, bloody, that's a complete career change. That was look. Yeah. 
anyone who knows Nicole knows that she likes counting money and she likes counting her own money. So, you know, if she likes counting <laughs> her own money and is good at it, then, you know, she'll count anyone's money. Um, and, and then, yeah, so, but freight, freight, I've, I've always been in freight. Um, yeah. or, well, I've been in freight since I've been in the UK, which is what, 20, 23 years now. Um, and so uh, freight has always been a passion of mine. And, and I know it sounds strange when people say, you know, I'm passionate about my job. But it's not necessarily the job. It's the moving of stuff. It's the helping of people. It's the new countries, new cultures, new agents, new, you know, it, it's great. And I think one of the things um, I've really taken away from lockdown was the fact that um, I was able to actually speak to lots of people and not be pressured of always being busy. You know, we, we during lockdown, we were still, in, uh, two of us were still in, in the offices here, global social distancing, because we, we, we were seen as essential workers. Yeah. But I was able to speak to Vietnam in the morning. I was able to speak to Australia in the morning and then speak to the US in the afternoon, China in the evening. And it's just been great and building those relationships. So, yeah. So that's how I went from football to, to freight. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's a there's a lot to be said there for the whole people the whole people connection as well. Um, Massively, I, I I mean you you've known me long enough. I just like talking to people, and I can talk about anything. I just talk, yeah. it just comes up my mouth at times. Um, sometimes <laughs> sometimes it comes out wrong as Ranton with Anton is born, but, um, but yeah, other times some of those some of those rants are really good. I do you know I I think. It comes from a genuine place, and I think there's, you know, it's not personal. I've, I've never ever ever personally attacked someone. Um, although, if the person that I was talking about would read the rant on, they'd know it was them that I was ranting about. <laughs> but I just, you know, I, I, as I say to a lot of people, I wouldn't say something anywhere if I wouldn't say it to your face on the phone, you know, in a meeting, whatever the case may be. If I don't agree with something. I tend to try and put that point across and I try to, you know, if, if, if something is riling, and there's a lot of stuff that riles me at times, you know, people not wearing face masks. What, 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 what possibly could there be for people not wearing face masks? Why would you walk into a garage like this morning and not wear a face mask when everyone else is wearing a face mask? Why not just wear a face mask? It's five seconds of your life. Yeah. See, it's starting already. Um, <laughs> and so, and so, so Renton with Anton is, well, my person, I'm, I'm South African. We're, we're up front. And if we don't like something, yeah, if we like something, we say it. It just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's and that's the thing, isn't it? And then if you ever get stuck, default setting is um, wine and wine and um, barbecue. Bry. Bry. Wine and bry. Yeah, um, wine and but bry. Yeah, yeah. Wine, wine's an emotive subject. Um, I'm a level one sommelier, myself and Nicole, actually. Okay. Um, so, so which means I'm meant to know my wine. It's just, it's a whole lot of pontiness for about nothing. You, still, you watch these cookery shows and they go, oh, this wine will go lovely with this. Rubbish. Wine is what you like. You know, if you want a pint of wine, you can have a pint of wine. If you need a, if you want to drink out of a plastic cup, champagne out of a plastic cup, who cares? I don't. Um, as long as you enjoy it, it, as long as you enjoy it. And are, absolutely. You, are you loyal to the homeland? Do you prefer South yes. African wine over any other region? You know, I used to be staunchly staunchly religious that's it only south african wine you know even even method cup classic which is a south african champagne and and, and method cup classic is the french wording for the champagne that is made in south africa but because it's made in exactly the same process as champagne i.e it's um the wine is put into bottles it's fermented it's then riddled turned they then freeze the neck of the um of the champagne they pull out the cork they add extra wine they you know it's made exactly the same way as champagne, but they can't use the word champagne for obvious reasons. So 
But um, yeah, then I, our drinking buddies, our personal drinking buddies is Norman and Mary who are 85 and 83 years old respectively. Okay. Um, and, if, and, and there's a lot of weekends that days go by that you don't remember where you've been because you've been drinking wine with Mary and Norman. And I bet even though he's probably what, twice your age, he still drinks you under the table. No, no, no. Okay, let's let's be serious about it. We can tell you lots of stories, but no, that doesn't quite happen. But I, I recent, I said recent. I'll probably the last year or so, I've sort of concentrated on what I like rather than what people say. And I think you know, a lot of people say I don't like wine. Well, it's because you haven't drunk the right wine, not because you don't like. Because wine's so general, isn't it? Yeah, and that so that was a conversation on on Friday night in our house was. A lot of people don't appreciate with the price of a bottle of wine and the percentage of, of that, that that's made up with tax and duty and all the rest of it. And if you're buying a five pound bottle of wine, <laughs> the actual value of the wine in the bottle, I think it was 96p. Yes. Versus an eight, nine, ten pound bottle of wine, which in the grand scheme of things isn't isn't much of a difference. But actually the amount of money that goes into the product. Yeah, I think... I, I... I'm not going to knock cheap wine, five pound yeah. bottle of wine, because I, you know, we, we we've got a couple of bottles that we buy at Aldi that that aren't yeah. aren't very expensive. I think the the rule we use is if you won't, well, you know, a lot of people go, this is my cooking wine, and this is my drinking wine. You think, oh, hang on a minute, you or never never cook with wine that you won't drink. So in other words, if you got if you got rubbish wine that you leave out on the side, oh, and no, I'm going to cook it all the wine. What's it's it going to taste? The same acidic. The same acidic taste that you're going to get from a glass, you're going to get from a, a, a from your food. So why not just Floyd? I don't know if you, do you remember Floyd. Are you, are you young enough to remember Floyd? Maybe. <laughs> okay. So so Floyd, I love Floyd because Floyd would always uncork a bottle, fill his glass first and foremost, drink it, then add, and that's what we do at home. We 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 add, we drink first, yeah. then add. But that's that's what the whole cooking together in the kitchen thing's about, though. It's not just about yeah. the cooking. It's about that um, that family community thing in the kitchen. For me, food is is just I, I we love entertaining, but we like you know good company, good food, good wine, you know. And that's why, as a South African, brying, um, as I keep talking about, you know, barbecuing for people. Except it's not on gas. It's on because who cooks on gas anyway? Um, why? Why? I, I, yeah. Rent on two. Um, who, who goes to a barbecue and then goes? Oh, I was going to switch on the cooker. Why are we eating inside? No, no, no. We're eating out. No, because the whole thing is it's still old school. Let's let's talk about a lockdown. I lost the stone in lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I found it again though. I will just say that. <laughs> I just yeah because there was there was nothing else to do and so all i did was cycle you know the one the one week i did something like 350 miles and it's just like there was no cars on the road i was leaving work at two o'clock in the afternoon because we were done um cycling three four hours a day it's just like wow i could have gone anywhere i could have gone to you know who allowed that was well there was that guy he did he did a hundred mile ride from his house in a big circle and then he got arrested for being too far from home Oops. Yeah, there was. That, but. Uh, I don't know, but there was a, there was a lot of a lot of things going on, you know. Like, um, I mean, I you can't get arrested retrospectively, but some days I found myself 40, 50 miles away from home, you know, yeah. on a, on a ride, thinking, how am I going to finish this hundred mile ride? Now the motivation is just gone. There's no motivation whatsoever because all the events that I was training for, triathlon, swimming, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is just yeah. now cancelled, and it's just like, yeah, this is. But the one good thing about um, about lockdown was the fact that I'm I have the ability to Zwift. I don't know if you've heard of Zwift. 
yes, I have. I have looked at it. Actually, so, so, so you mentioned in your in your little piece that you, that Beth sent me about you know technology and stuff like that. And one of the things that I absolutely would one hundred percent recommend is Zwift. Zwift is a cycling app, mm-hmm. um, and basically you put your your bike onto a smart trainer. Smart trainers a little bit. I say a little bit explained, but you can find anything. I, I think you can find anything from about two hundred fifty pounds upwards. But there are cheaper ways of yeah. of, of of buying a little bit of tech that allows you to do Zwift. And basically, it's a computer-generated screen. You, you're an avatar, you're a, a cyclist, and the faster you cycle, the faster your man goes on the screen. But it feels like you're on a road, it feels like you're, you're and, there's, and there's, there's stages. The professionals, i.e. the guys who just recently finished the Tour de France, they did a virtual Tour de France on it. So it's not like this is just like a kid's game or you know FIFA, whatever the case may be. This is like, if, if, if I can go for a ride tonight in France um, as, he, as he grabs his phone to look at what, what is on available tonight, um, and I can go cycling in France on a 25-mile cycle, which has an incline of, let's say, 12%, and so th- and that's where the smart train is good because the more the incline, the harder your, wheel, your back wheel needs to work, so the more harder you have to pedal. So it's like you go through the gears, et cetera, et cetera. It's in the corner of my garage. Um, yeah. Last year, it's I did. Next oh, to the wine. Uh, no, no, my friend. The wine is kept in a wine fridge. Why would you keep wine in a garage? Well, you don't fridge all your wine, surely. Surely well, not. Which wine wouldn't you fridge? Let's go back to wine. Which wine wouldn't you fridge? Well, wine, well, wine's optimum temperature. Red wine is 13 degrees. Okay. So, yeah, now I'll, I'll give you that one because I've had some red wine that is very nice chilled. I was just going to say, if you eat curry, right, try a Pinot Noir with your, with your curry. Likewise, try champagne with fish and chips. Good. And that's a good one. Okay. That's good. That's very good. But no, wine, we, we, we've got a, well, we've got, because I'm turning 50 in the future, um, we, we, I'm collecting wine for, for, for that big day. Okay. It's just going to be me and my bottles of wine. And so, yeah, they're all being refrigerated. I, I bought a wine fridge thing. But the rest of the stuff, gets just kept in the kitchen. So I want to come back to events, because obviously you're mm. talking about all these events that you haven't been able to do. But I want to talk specifically about more businessy events, more local businessy events. So I'm thinking about our mutual friend, Ellie Wilkinson, and um, some of the great work that she's been doing, because you've supported um, the Dyslexia Awards for a number of years now. That's From the true. start, and, and and I'll be honest, I don't remember how many years did he. 2014, maybe. I I have no I have no idea. But no, yeah. From the from the start, years. I mean, Ellie Ellie is just a bundle of of fun. I mean, I you know, I met her like yourself, met her through the um a networking event, um and I don't I I've never suffered with dyslexia, but I I've, I've realized subsequently that a lot of my friends that I was at school with suffered with dyslexia, um yeah. and because in South Africa, you know. The early 1800s when I was growing up, they, uh, they you know, there, there wasn't that, there wasn't that awareness, um, and there's not that aware, and and you know, in a lot of places when, when people don't have something, they assume that that's the norm, but in actual fact, you know, it's like a lot of people, a lot of you know, a lot of people have dyslexia, and it's not, it's not to the point where it's a for, for some, it's a massive thing because actually it's, it's quite small in proportion. When I speak to Ellie, we always have 
you know, whenever Ellie sends me an email, and she won't mind me saying this, she, I, I always, we always have a laugh because it's all invariably the spelling mistakes in Ellie's work yeah. or an email that actually changes the sentence. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and the thing I like about Ellie's is that she's taught me so much about dyslexia. Um, so I look at people that I work with. I look at people who work for me. I look at people that I know. I, you know, and, and if something sort of starts cropping up, I sort of start asking those questions. You know, that actually, and I, and I think that's the one thing that we've we've been really good or glad about is the fact that the dyslexia awards have allowed us to get that knowledge, mm-hmm. but to mix to mix with some great people. I mean, last year's winner of the entrepreneur was the entrepreneur of the year, uh, a guy called Tullus Tullus. He works for. AI Stallion. Okay, now, for, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know what AI Stallion do is they do horse porn. <laughs> um, and, 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 and when I when I say horse porn is yeah they're a sperm bank for some quality horses. Um, so do you remember do you remember if probably two or three years ago when they were literally just winning every single award left and right? Yeah, they won our they won our international trade award. <laughs> and. Um, I was talking, I'm not I'm not going to name the judge in question, but I was talking to one of the judges who was judging that award and he, the way he described that whole process. So they went for the walk around, asked the questions, get the guided tour and such. And it's yeah, very so, much like Nicole, because Nicole judged them. OK. Um, and, and, and yeah, when she came back, she just goes, oh, my God, I just spent the day talking horse porn. I'm like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Where yeah. have you been? Why have you put what? It wasn't. Yeah. They, he's just started a great charity. Um, it's funny how we're just diverging for everywhere. But yeah, and so basically, um, they're going to be working with um, the rarest or, or the most close to extinct animals to build up. So in the world somewhere, I think it's in Belgium or the Netherlands or Europe somewhere, there is a database of every single known plant in the world, a seed of that plant. And they, and they keep it in this bank. So let's say, for example, an oak tree, that suddenly becomes extinct. Well, they'll have a seed to be able to grow another oak tree. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of those dotted around. Yeah. And so they trying to – there's not one for animals, though. And so they're trying to build the database for animals. So okay. he's just going to become an animal porn king, which he sounds really <laughs> wrong, but that's the way we'll call him. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah, you want to be his agent when it comes to the movie rights, don't you? So anyway, so moving back to Ellie, I don't know how we got off Ellie, but um, yeah, yeah we, we, we've been supporting Ellie's um, awards. Um, we always get dressed up as, as, you know, you get dressed up, you know, in your, and yeah. it, but it's such an informal night and it's just such a good night. Um, yeah, it's really good. What's your why for that? Why, why, why do Global Freight as a business decide to take Ellie and champion champion her with your with your support. What what what? Why did you do it? First of all, local to us is important. Although we're 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 a company that trade and, and ship things worldwide, local has always been and always will be important to us. And we always try and champion businesses that are local to us. Um, and I think Ellie's Ellie's is also a part of because of her personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's a single a single human being running that wall. She's got helpers and stuff like that. She's the center focus of that. Um, I also think it's she's a small charity um, and, and fits nicely in with, with us as a small company or a small business. So we've always, you know, we, we, we've always looked to try and um, uh, support local charities, local things like that. And I think it's important that businesses, you know, too much is made of 
um, bigger companies doing lots of money here, there, and everywhere. When actually it's the smaller, the smaller charities and the smaller causes. Um, likewise, with our work in schools here in Shropshire, in, in Telford in particular, you know, we 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 try and work, give something back to the community. You never know when you when someone of that community comes and works for you. We're yeah. all local people that work here. So for us, it's all about local. Although you know, global phrase, we take things global. Um, for us, local is important. I think that's one of the main reasons why we continue to support Ellie. Yeah, no, totally agree with that. And that with some of the things that we've done, obviously, we've supported Ellie. We've got, um, we've just, um, we've just sponsored um, All Brighton's and Sevens Football. Yep. Um, so we've just, we've just sponsored their kit for, for a couple of years. And yeah, as you, as you say, you just, this community that we live in, it's, it's that old expression. You don't, you don't on your own doorstep. Actually, what you've got to do is support <laughs> it and champion it. Yeah. These people come to work for you. Um, just out of curiosity, how much business do you do locally? Obviously, a global global company in terms we're, of we're, yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't give you a percentage. Um, it, it's it's quite strange because our industry we we we're, we're not unique in it when I say that we don't see any. Well, we we don't see. It's probably easier for me to say we probably see about three or four percent or five percent of the freight that we actually shift. The rest of it is done from various locations. Yeah. Um, so we, we do have a number of local businesses um, that we do business for that we have done for a long time. And I think that's the other thing for us is it's, it's also loyalty, you know. Um, that I, I suppose it's one of the things I love about Shropshire is the fact that, um, you know, you and I have known each other for years and years and years and years and years. And, you know, I always remember you standing, doing your one minute pitch, doing that walk you're doing at the moment. You keep walking and you, you see, um, you, yeah. you know, and it's it's. Yeah, your colourful socks. Um, Let's, yeah, stripey today. <laughs> yeah, I even put nice. mine on today. That's good so song. yeah, so so no, so, so I think you know it, it's we we will we we're very mindful of our position in the marketplace. You know, we can work with big companies, but nine times out of ten, those big companies don't need our help, and they're just looking for a decent or, or competitive rate, which is fine. We can offer that, but we like starting to work with companies that are starting off their journey, are starting off um, working in international trade and are able to, you know, um, we can help them with costs. But more importantly, it's the just the helping of them to to be able to get started on the, on the, on, on the journey. You know, there's a lot of great businesses in Shropshire, a lot. Um, and we always, you know, a lot of them are missed because they're not members of the chamber, they're not members of the FSB, or they don't go to this networking or that networking. But there's still a lot of business out there that, you know, that can be tapped into. And I think we... We, it's quite strange because we recently imported some chocolate for a guy uh, who we got through our agent in Thailand. And it's like, wow, you know, it's, it's, it's didn't even realize he existed until that day, you know, but again, there's some, there are some great businesses. And so for us, local, local is important. It always, it always, it always amazes me how people, you know, they want to do charity work. So what they do is they sponsor big events and they, you know, they get their names splashed out and, Nine times out of ten, you don't get work from that. You, you, and, and it's it's also my having worked in sports advertising and stuff like that. Whilst the All Brighton Under Sevens are very appreciative of it, the chances of you actually getting business because you're not interacting and people buy from interaction. I think that's the important thing. With Ellie, you know, we um we 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 didn't although we didn't end up shipping Calderwood. Um, you know, we 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 spoke to her about initially shipping her boat over. Um, and, you know, we could have got some charges, we could have got some costs, but then it turns out the actual organizers do it already. 
And it's like, well, hang on a minute. They experience it doing that. So sometimes it's not even for us trying to generate business. You mean, you mean it, she didn't row out to uh, like Amara to start with? Really? No, she didn't. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just saying, or row the boat. They got the boat there. You know, it's like, <laughs> but yeah. So, and, and I think, I think, you know, which will bring us onto one of the other topics that you were speaking about. But, you know, for me, free advice isn't lost business. You know, some people go, oh, I don't really want to give you advice because, Whereas we just want to give people advice to, to they know what they're talking about. You know, Brexit's coming up, which is another topic of, of contention. Yeah. But um, see what that's I did okay. there. That's, that's good, 40, isn't it? We've got 40 minutes before we've, yet, we've said Brexit. Yeah, yeah. We've got another 40 minutes to talk about Brexit. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's, it, and so, and, you know, we're, we're in October is, is information month, as we're calling it. And it's just a case of saying to people, give us a ring. You know, let's have Zoom, let's Skype, let's do whatever you, whatever platform you want to use. Um, you know, let's talk about Brexit and how you're going to be affected. And we're getting lots of phone calls from people who we've never even heard of um, asking us questions that are, um, in actual fact, we're guiding them to ask their current suppliers. So we're almost helping their current suppliers to get ready for Brexit because it's, I, 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 I don't know about you, but I never want to be the one who says to someone, we can do something better. And the first thing that you do for them, you really mess up. And the guy goes, hang on a minute, you're cheaper and also, uh, or you're more expensive and you've messed it up. No, not for me. I, I, I'd rather give the advice. And if they want to use us, that's great. I'm not a pushy window salesman. And, you know, you and, and, that's, no. that's, that's the thing. It goes back to what you said, people by people. And yes. That free advice, it's that opportunity to say, actually, I've got a clue about what I'm talking about. Yeah, you, you, you said yourself. Some people know what they're doing. They just want, and they just may want that better rate. But there are a lot of people that don't know what they're doing, and you have that open conversation, and they might go, "Okay, great, thanks, Anton. I'm going to go and do my own thing," or they might just turn around and say, "Oh my God, that is so much harder than I was expected. Take it away from me, please. Do it for no, me." No, we 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 find that um we we've got a we've got um people who work for us who I, i'm not going to call them pedantic because pedantic is not the right word but they they're quite focused on this is how we've done it this is how we've always done it and therefore this is how we've done it and this is how we've because we, we've always done it like this we're not going to change this is how we do it and that's great because going from uh being part of the eu to moving away from the eu brexit etc you you've got to do paperwork now that you that you wouldn't have done before, or if you're of a certain age, you would have done, but you can't maybe remember. And yeah. it's just those little jogs of memory saying, you know, you need to put certain things onto commercial invoices. You need to have a packing list. You need to have an ERI number. You need to, you know, and it, it, it's not, you know, I'm sure it's like the millennium bug. A lot of people went, oh, this is not going to go away. We'll wait for it to go away. And then actually when the millennium bug didn't happen, they go, oh, she told me it wasn't going to happen anyway. So but Brexit, but Brexit's not going to be like that. Whether you like it or not, whether you want to Brexit or not, it's going to. On the 1st of January, we leave the EU. Mm-hmm. And if your business isn't ready, um, you're going to struggle with things like delays, etc. And, you know, it's like the pandemic. Who knew? Who knew in January? Well, who knew in December, you know, when old Boris got voted in, that yeah. he'd become, you know, the center of attention where people just keep yeah. criticizing, which is another one of my grudge bears. It's it's the whole thing, the whole world's going mad and gone mad, you know. Um, was it three months ago we were clapping? Oh, clap the NHS. Woo, let's let's you know, let's clap the NHS. Now the NHS are obviously not doing a good job because we're not clapping anymore. But now we're criticizing <laughs> it. And, and the truly British way is coming out now, isn't it? So what we do is we clap, whoop, whoop, we whoop and wallow, and then we 
we start making friends and we say, oh, this is great. Everyone's in this together. And then as soon as we go out of lockdown, we start wanting to travel. We start moaning because we can't go traveling. Hang on a minute. Two weeks ago, you were saying how your life's going to change. I, I don't I don't get it. You know, the whole let's sit back and let's um, what's the right word? Let's uh, let, uh, you know, how many people didn't you hear say, oh, my God, this lockdown has taught me so much about myself. I'm so much more prepared to live locally, be local, 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 local. Lockdown is ended. <laughs> there goes the jet. They're off to Spain. Then they moan because they've got to self-isolate. Sorry, two weeks ago you were saying about how I'm going to sun myself in Bournemouth. In fact, um, Bourne, uh, Bournemouth Beach, apparently that one that one hot weekend, they had half a million people descend on the beach. Half a million people. It, it wasn't even the weekend, Chris. It was on a wasn't it like a, a weekday where they had all these people come to the beach and it's like, well, hang on a minute, what's happened to lockdown? You know, we 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 had the um, the lockdown tent of doom in our back garden. So we, so, so when, when we, cause Mary and Norman, they, you know, we, we used to just every Thursday used to wave at them across the close, you know, our closest friends. Um, and so when, when we were allowed to social distance um, two meters, we had to be in the garden. We put up the old tent of doom because, you know, this is England. It rains nonstop. So if you want a social distance. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we, we had this tent of, um, of, of socialization, you know, we sat in there for like every, maybe, every Friday for a couple of hours, just having something to eat, um, having something to drink. And then eventually, you know, we've now been able to sort of still social distance, et cetera, et cetera. We're in such a culture of before, during lockdown, we're all in this together. Yeah, we're all in this together. Boris is doing a great job. He survived COVID. Now it's like, yeah, he's, he's rubbish. He's rubbish. You know, um, he doesn't know what he's doing. So, well, how many of us have actually, even in business, how many of us have, have got to a point like COVID, a pandemic, where we actually know what we're doing. There were days that I was sat at my desk thinking, are the phones broken? What do I do next? Yeah. How do I do next? What do we do next year? You know, when you're looking at budgets and you're looking at targets, you go, how do you target for next year? Stuff. Yeah, you can't script this stuff. How, no. do, you, how do you plan for it? It's um, one, of, one of the boards that I, that I sit on. Um, we were talking about risk registers and putting, on, um, putting global pandemic onto the risk register. We're like, okay, we've obviously had this happen this year, but when you come to look at a risk register and you're looking at the likelihood of it happening again, do we? Can, how do how do you how can you put anything in for that? I I, but then you get all these good do good. I say do good. You get all these moaners who do, who now anything. If Boris told you to eat a orange on a Thursday because scientifically he's been told it's healthy for you to eat an orange, people would moan. Go, I'm not eating an orange. You know, you got. You got is it one of the Gallagher brothers that's that's shouting his mouth about oh he doesn't yeah. believe in the pandemic how can you not believe in the amount of people who have died and please do not someone don't email me your other email addresses are available about and say to me and say <laughs> to me oh yeah but this is no different to the flu epidemic no 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 this is included this is this is extra on top of the flu so we're going to have the flu epidemic and and unfortunately there may be deaths related to that and we've got COVID. it's not just oh yeah but if you compare and it's not comparing the two this is they're not comparable they're different. no no they're not you know and it's you know it's like uh, myself and nicole will always talk about okay are we going to get uh, inoculated well i'll tell you what yeah I, I, if there's an injection i'll take it immunized that's not inoculated they're not animals it's like I'm, to a cow. <laughs> um, no, so I, I, I just think, you know, unfortunately, the pandemic has brought out the best of people, i.e., or Captain Tom, which is another thing. I mean, come on, man, the guy's got so much time to walk. 
I don't have that amount of time. No one tells me I'm going to get a 90 for cycling to work and back every day. Um, but I, yeah. Oh, and what was that song whilst we were ranting and raving? What, why Michael Ball? Couldn't they get someone else happier? And that's the best of Britain. Then you get the worst of Britain, which is like the people not social distancing. You know, during lockdown, hey, we we shop at Costco. So by definition, we have enough toilet roll. So whilst we talk about stashing, right? Okay, so pandemic breaks out, toilet paper. What what the hell? Toilet paper. Yeah. Why? Remember those good old days of lockdown. Let's say remember the good old days. Remember how everyone was working from home and actually the videos were fun on LinkedIn. You know, they, they were talking about positive things. They, they oh, they've learned to do this. They've learned to do that. They've taught the kids this. They know there was a lot of laughter and banter. Suddenly that lift lockdown lifts and we all gone back to this depressing state of, oh, this is wrong. That wait, wait a minute. We were. Yeah. And do you know, do you know what I put it down to? The pressure was off people to earn money. And when I say that, because it's easy for people to go and sit at home on furlough at 80% of someone else's money. When I say someone else's money, but obviously you weren't working, but you were still earning 80%, which was a master stroke by the government. So we sat there, we got complacent, and we were like, this is great. You know what? I'm now living within my means. I'm not overspending. I'm not going to the pub. I'm not going to the restaurant. I'm having to entertain the kids, spend more time with the wife. Now they've gone back to got to earn money, got to earn money, got to earn money, got to earn money, because they've forgotten that actually I just live on 80%. So I could live on, you know, a normal life. But, the, yeah, but now we've. They want to go out for dinner, they want to have the beers, they want the holidays, they want, and they want to do that all the bloody time. Um, I mean, this is coming from someone who did manage a two week holiday in South Africa before lockdown. Um, um, I, I went over to South Africa to cycle, but we literally were set on the coming back, we were set on the plane when South Africa closed the borders. Okay. And it's like, yeah, we were, so we, we, you know, I get it. I, I, I managed to get in and out. There were still business as well. We were, I was due to go to Vietnam and Dubai this year for conferences. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, those are cancelled. I'm happy for them to be cancelled. And I, I have no intention, although I'm missing the family over in South Africa. And I, yeah. I, I, I feel a lot further away than I normally do from them because they are literally miles away. But there's no way of me even getting there. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's one of those where, I go and watch my son play football on a Sunday. We all social distance. You know, it's, it's you know, they got, they, they got to grips with there's going to be delay. There's going to be delay. You know, we, we've, got, we've got some customers who need their stuff delivered immediately and understand when there are delays. Then we've got other customers who tell you it can arrive on a slow boat, but why is it not here today? Um, yeah. and, and I think we as people or we as humans need to get back to that caring, sharing side, which is strange coming from me, the South African, but... Um, you know, it, but it is like yeah. kind, I, kindness, I, I, kindness and love, love and kindness. But it's but it's 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 mad though. Why why do we as human beings do that? Why don't we do? Why can we why can we celebrate success? Like like yeah. why must someone like Elon Musk, right, who's who's created? Let's be honest about it, the biggest green tech thing in the world mm. ever. You know, um, proudly South African, I want to say. Um, uh, he, you know, he invented the Tesla car. He may not even invented the Tesla car, but we cane him for it. Um, someone like Bill Gates, he's the really, one of the richest men in the world, but we cane him because, oh, there might be a conspiracy theory about him. You know, hang on, he created Microsoft Windows, and whether we like Microsoft, you know, it's like Apple. We, we cane Apple. We cane yeah. Amazon. We let's, cane all these big companies. Yeah, but let's take <laughs> let's take somebody like Bill Gates. And okay, yeah, he was one of the richest 
people he is one of the richest people on the planet and he gets all this he gets all that all that attack and anger about microsoft and windows yeah. and stuff but was it um polio he's his foundation uh, is it polio malaria it? malaria isn't it malaria is he, is he working for malaria as well i think um but you know he's near enough wiped out Okay, and it's not malaria, definitely not malaria, but it could be polio, I think, or, or yeah. something. But but it, it's unfortunately we just you know, and, and that's and that's another reason why previously you asked me about why do we do local because there's not the ability to knock local people, you know. Um, you a, a lot of charities um, ask for you know big charities will ask for money and they'll ask for this, and then yeah. you actually you, you happen to see their accounts and you see the CEO earning loads and loads and loads of money. You think, well, hang on a minute. You're asking me for so much money per month because you need this amount of money to to reach your goal, but yeah. your CEO is taking half of your money on a salary. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. so when we support, we we look into the you know the ethical ways of it. You know, we we, yeah. we look into, okay, um, is my 300 pounds that I spend here better spent by that charity or that charity? If my 300 pounds just gets dis- dissipated and dissolved, you know what? Yeah. Whereas if you what, take what, a be great. Kelly and you give her 300 quid. You give her 300 quid and you get you get a great night out. You get two tickets. This is what we pay. You get two tickets. You get yeah. this, 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 this. And it's great. Um, yeah. And so so for us, you know, we come back to the whole notion of local. Local yeah. local appreciate you more. Um, and we yeah. get more out of it. And whilst we don't necessarily get any work from it, you know, we get exposure. We get early exposure. I think that's the other thing that we tend to use. You know, we we, we do a lot of work with Be Bold Media. Um, yeah. And and so we, we we give Ellie the ability to have another platform as well. So it's not just you know we're paying for a sponsorship. We're actually saying, well, actually you can use some of our resources yeah. to assist. Um, yeah. And 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 I think that's the important thing. Whereas you know bigger charities, you've got to have this letterhead and this badge and this thing and that thing. It's not about it. And Ellie, if you are listening, uh, what what prize are we getting this year? <laughs> so what? Um, yeah, since we're back on Ellie, what, what we've um, we've sponsored uh one of the tables tables the, we've done the table sponsorship for the last few years and we've we've just tried to make it fun um so the one year it was like right let's have the party for when the party finishes we had little bottles of champagne we had the uh which table was that not obviously not the one you were on well I, i'll be honest yeah. with you i'm wondering whether ellie actually put that out <laughs> not, not that I want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to cause a conspiracy theory. But it's just like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, we put, um, we we put like little half bottles of champagne. We did a bottle of water and paracetamol for the next morning to get rid of the hangover. But just, just to try and do, try and have yeah. that, give it that extra little bit. But I don't know. Right. It's it's it, it's so important. I mean, you know, th- there's a lot of things around. You know, if I think something like who farm. You know, who farm, you, you never hear from them. You never, you know, you don't see, they have a couple of times I've noticed in local publications and sort of local news that where they've asked for donations and stuff like that because obviously with them having been closed, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But who farm, you know, any, anybody with a kid knows who farm. Um, uh, and, and, you know, the amount of times I spent there as a, as a divorced parent walking with, 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 with the kids and go, oh, this is great because it's just by the zoo and it feels like I'm taking them on a day out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so there are a lot of local charities that I think need a lot of work. I'm not just looking to give money away. I'm not, you know, we, we, we as a company, we don't have lots of money. We, I don't want to sound like, oh, we just got loads. We've got a big pot full. 
But when we do decide to support someone, I think I think it's important that people realize that if you just want someone who's going to give you money, we're the wrong people. Yeah, it's got it's got to be meaningful. It's got to make a difference. And as you say, fun. And um, for the last probably three or four years, one of our so one of our clients, they um, they do uh, special uh, special education needs for young adults. And they've got a school and they've got some sheltered accommodation and they've just uh, it opens opened over the summer, actually, um, during during lockdown. They opened a hydrotherapy pool and they've been fundraising for this hydrotherapy pool for years. And um, so every year they have their annual ball. And um, for the last so for the last few years, we've sponsored like the welcome drinks and stuff. So now a kilt wearer. You Randomly. wear a kilt. Oh yeah, black tie dinners. Watch out! I'm gonna wear a kilt. You do it properly, as in nothing underneath. No, I wear a shirt. I meant under the kilt. Mate. Okay. Um, <laughs> you don't need, you need, to, you need to. No, no. You need to remember that as, as an African, the loincloth is, um, you know, uh, of. Yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, it's the just, only way to go. Yeah, obviously, I just noticed that the uh, webcam is chopped off just below your shoulders, so I can't see the loincloth. <laughs> Speedo, sponsored by Speedo for my next swim. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. Just, that, yeah. is, that is so wrong. I think I think we need to use that 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 point is probably a good good wrap up point. I think. Um, so the the new question we're asking for this season, looking at my notes, is what piece of technology do you want to send to Room One Hundred and One? Do you know, I, I had this conversation, right? I was thinking about it all weekend because, you know, I, I do I do prepare. I don't just randomly talk. And um, the actual question was, which one can you do with and which one can you do or which one you want to put in room 101? Yeah. And for me, my mobile phone, I want to chuck that in the bin. I, I genu- And I know I know uh, you, you, you've got um, uh, Steph Hansen, uh, yeah. who, who's tech timeout. Now, I, do you know what? With all the will in the world, yeah, I'd like to be part of that campaign. I can't because yeah. I live in a 24-hour world where a Chinese agent shouting me at three o'clock in the morning. My yeah. tech time out when I go to bed, and the first thing I do, like most people, I pick it up and I check my emails. Yeah. And what do I do before I go to bed? I put it down. I check my emails. I put it down. It's the world we live in, and and, I, and you yeah. know what? But there are times that I wish I could just chuck it down because it drives me insane when you when you go to the toilet at three o'clock and you sort of in the morning and you sort of grab your phone because you're going to play a game. And, <laughs> three and we all do it. We all do that. Uh, let's be honest about it, because we don't all go to the toilet at three o'clock in the morning for one second. Um, I then check an email and you suddenly go, oh, my God, I should have done something or I meant to do something. And you don't get back to sleep again. And I know you should never touch your phone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, with all the best in the world. So for me, the one piece of tech that I couldn't do without is my mobile phone. And the one piece of tech that I could definitely do without is also my mobile phone. Do you remember the days when no mobile phones and you had to call Like as a salesperson, you had to like stop by a call box. But you didn't have change. It's like, oh, for goodness sake, what do I do now? Um, but that's 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 a little bit before my time. But I do I do remember a life without having a mobile phone. It was um, great. Yeah. Maybe a mobile phone that just is a phone rather than they a mobile exist. tech center. But now I don't know about you, but I'm on Apple. I couldn't go away from Apple. It, I couldn't I couldn't not have an iPhone camera. You know, we take I've, I've got about 12 million photos of random things, of great things. You know, and so. Whilst I want to do without it. So when was the last time you just sat down and put your phone down and left it alone? Uh, so um, every night when we watch telly. Okay. 
We we put the phone. We're not allowed to touch the phone. Um, not very often. I I'll, I'll be honest. Not very often. Um, see, we we work in a world that you know, twenty four hours. You know, anywhere in the world, it's twelve o'clock in the daytime. So it doesn't matter what time it is here in the UK. Somewhere in the world. And so so for us, you know, we there, there are many times that at eleven o'clock at night before I'm going to bed, I'm answering yeah. an email because if I wait, shipping from Peru. Uh, to China for well, no, Peru to to Africa, for example. Well, there's different time zones right there. So I've got to speak to an African agent. I've got to speak to a Peruvian agent. Um, and so, but but it, it's what I love about my job. And, it, and and phones have been able to encourage us to do that. And I, you know, don't get me wrong. I okay. Here's a perfect example: playing hide and seek with the kids. Okay. Okay. X forces love a game of hide and seek. Me. It takes them a while to find me. What am, what am I to do? Just sit there, like in the bushes, or sit on top of the shed roof, or sit inside the shed. Well, you've got to do something. That's where the phone comes in, mate. I think, I think we need to do. We need to come up with this as like a networking event or something like business hide and seek. Get a- business hide and seek. That's it. But yeah. it's true though. It's true. My kids. Okay. So I once sat in a tree for 27 minutes. I know it was 27 minutes because I actually put the time on. And literally, if I had if I had a, a tennis ball, I nearly said stone, but a tennis ball won't hurt my kids when I throw it at them. If I had a, if I had a tennis ball and lobbed it out the tree, it would have hit my kids. You both both and they walked under 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 yeah, me yeah. a number of times, and I sat there. And eventually, I started playing games. Then I answered an email. I even rung when they weren't close. I rung Nicole to ask if I could have a glass of water. <laughs> can you bring so, a glass of water to the tree without kids? No, no, no. She just I just said, oh, can you put a glass of water down? Thank you very, very much for coming on to uh, to do this today. So for the people listening, because they're going to want to know more about you, obviously they can come and find you on LinkedIn. Um, is, is that your preference? Is, is there no, any- no. My preference is anton.gunter at global-freight.co.uk or even better, 01952-270-699 or my mobile 07581-221-834. Call me, let's talk. Let's zoom. Let's zoom. Yeah. Yeah. So zoom or teams? What's your preference? I I, I don't have teams, so I I, okay. I only have zoom. So if, if I'm going to invite someone, then I'll yeah. zoom. But and I I've used Google, I've used Zoom, I've used Teams, I've used Skype. Remember Skype? Remember those days of Skype? Yeah. Um, let's initially chat either by email, get contact details. But um, I'm chatty kind of person. Anton, thank you very right. very much. And. Um, to everybody that's listening, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and get engaged on Facebook and LinkedIn and all that fun stuff. And we'll see you for the next episode next week.